then we had maple syrup and sugar. That's right. Very healthy. <laughs> and, cream. and squirty cream. What was your favourite item? The bread maker. Ah, I thought you were going to say the waffle maker. And that. And the waffle maker. When you plan to see friends or host family, what's your first thought? For me, it's what restaurant should we go to? Or do I have all the ingredients in the cupboard? This week, we're talking about cooking, baking, sharing food, and all the ways in which borrowers are using Library of Things to change up meal times, bring people together, and spread the use of fancy kitchen gadgets among the community. I'm Maria Passingham. This is Library of Things Podcast. Okay, my name's David Scully, and this is my son, Melvin, who's six years old. I love the fact, uh, you know, I've, I've been able to borrow everyday items, things that, you because know, you don't really need to own everything in life, do you? You know, sometimes you just need things here and there. You know, bread maker. I mean, that, that, that you know, that's the kind of thing that maybe, you know, a high percentage of people have got. Yeah, it's got, but people have got them sitting around doing nothing in their houses, right? But then they get inspired and think, right, I want to make bread, let's dig out the bread maker, right? But if you could just rent one when you need it, and then it, it's kind of like, it's just so much more efficient to spread the use of that one item amongst many different people, you know, rather than one person having all this stuff just sitting around gathering dust. It's, it's kind of utilising stuff, you know, everyday items is getting the most out of them, which is, is something I believe should be done with, you know, more in life, you know. Someone who's definitely getting the most out of these items, particularly the bread machine, is Kath, who after a few teething problems has really grown to love it and wants to borrow it again in the future. Her children Rosie and Robbie loved it, or perhaps what it produced, too. I spoke to her after she borrowed it for the first time. So I've made a loaf of bread every day. I did have a few funny wobbly loaves at the beginning, but it, I've really got into my stride now. And what was the best loaf, guys? Banana bread. Banana and nut bread. So they've eaten it every day. We're very sad to leave the, the bread maker here now. The smell of fresh baked bread has been really nice in the house when the kids come back from school. So I think we'll definitely borrow it again. Librarian Morella likes to experiment with food too. But like David, she sees the value in sharing specialist equipment like the waffle maker. It was actually her first ever borrow. She saw it and knew that she wanted to try it out with her family. We used it for about uh, a week and we absolutely loved it. But waffle maker, it's, it's not something that I would want to buy and have in my kitchen. So it was a great opportunity just to try it out and for my kids to uh, eat something different. And it was also lovely to be able to return it and then, you know, borrow it at some time in the future. She's also keen to teach her kids about Library of Things and the advantages borrowing has over buying. They've been here many times and I think they're also um, getting their head around what is it all about. So when I first borrowed a waffle maker and I returned it and then I went to borrow it again, my little boy said, Mummy, why don't you just buy one? It's like, what's the point? Why are you borrowing it? And so I've explained exactly why is it that I'm borrowing because I don't want to... Uh, waste the space in the kitchen. I don't want to spend the money on something that I can borrow. And I also don't want them to eat waffles every day. <laughs> and I also think it's quite nice to uh, wait for something and to get excited about something rather than have it at home 
all the time at your disposal whenever you want it. It's clear then that West Norwich borrowers love to use Library of Things kitchen tools to mix up daily meals and try out new products. But what also struck me when talking to these guys is that it's a great resource for special occasions. Kath, Jackie and David have all used the things from hot trays to drinks dispensers for their children's birthday parties. Here's David with his son Melvin. For both boys' birthday parties, we made really nice big A4 size cakes with these fantastic tins, um, which we, we, didn't, we didn't have at home, so that, that was really good. We had a Transformers cake topper for Melvin's birthday. All right, son, do you remember? It was a Transformer, and it was the yellow one. The yellow one's called Bumblebee. We also used them in December again for our, our four-year-old's birthday party. We made some nice cakes. Also for the party, we borrowed some um, industrial-type trays for keeping our food warm outdoors because we had the party in the park, which was very useful. So that was um, heated with candles underneath, so we had lots of pizza in there, which we were able to keep warm at the birthday party. West Norwood is one of those places where there's always community things going on, including farmers' markets, film nights and cooking classes, some of which are held at community shop. Library of Things Neighbour, which sells surplus supermarket products at discounted prices to combat both food waste and food poverty. David took Melvin to get involved. There was lots of sweets and we ate lots. Um, and we, we, we got to make some mince pie. And it was um, for Christmas on the summer holidays when Christmas I was holidays. off school. Over the Christmas holidays, yeah, we were making all sorts of sweets and cakes and, and things. We also um, um, bought some honey from there. It oh, wasn't, yeah. Um, and we, we weren't renting it, and it was some local honey. Yeah, local honey, that's right. They in, Inside there, they sell local honey, West Norwood honey, which is supposed to be very good if you have um, allergies, which my wife has. Um, so, and very, very healthy. So we like to buy that sometimes as well. Because there's a beehive in the forest somewhere next to the community shop. A few people had mentioned to me about buying local honey from Library of Things. And actually, I'd seen some beautiful jars in the shop front. But this was the first time anyone had mentioned the bees. I love the way Melvin says the hive is in a forest. It sounds mysterious and fairy tale like it's also funny because I think what he's talking about is the area that Community Shop, Library of Things and West Norwood's Recycling Centre back onto. A cemetery. I asked co-founder Emma, what's the deal with the bees? There are some beehives up the stairs from our shipping containers um, at Community Shop where the bees make honey and we stock that honey in the Library of Things. Apparently if you eat honey from your local area it prevents against hay fever and allergies. We also have a living roof on top of the, one of the shipping containers, which has a kind of quirky periscope um, attached to the container, which you can watch the bees hovering on the, on the wildflowers. If you're loving this idea of the wildflowers on top of the shipping container, you'll want to download next week's episode for sure. It's all about the environment, and the positive impact Library of Things is having on it. And we hear from a borrower who's got a PhD in environmental science. This podcast was produced by Maria Passingham. 
Thanks to Audio Network for the music and to Kath, David, Melvin, Morella and Emma for contributing. <laughs>